All right, welcome here to Nerd Takes, Justin, John. Uh, we're going to talk about the new show on Disney Plus, which is called Andor. Uh, a little bit about this. First of all, it's created by Tony Gilroy. If you don't know who Tony Gilroy is, you probably know him by watching Andor, but more from Rogue One. He did that in 2016. Mm-hmm. Kind of go back in time, though. He also did Michael Clayton, The Born Identity, um, Armageddon. One of my favorites. That's a fucking great movie. Everybody's um, The Devil's Advocate, Dolores Claiborne, and also one of my personal favorites, The Cutting Edge, all the way back in Don't 1992. Be. Right? So this came out September 21st, uh, <clears throat> 2022 on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And it stars Diego Luna as Cassie and Andor, Kyle Soler as Cyril Karn, Stellan Skarsgård as Luthan Rail, Genevieve O'Reilly as Bon Mahma, uh, Denise, go 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 yeah. go go whatever as Didra as Didra Miro also stars Adria Arjona as Bix Kaleem, Verade Suthu as Sinta Kaz, Faye Marseille as Vel Sartha. This is the first time I've heard a lot of these last names. Right? Frankly, I mean, yeah, you don't hear a lot of them. Like, no, it's just the first names. So you got right. Anton Lesser plays Major uh, Partagas, who's like the leader of the Empire. We got Robert Ems as Supervisor Lonnie Jeong, who's the spy, the spy for the good guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Dave Chapman as B2 Emo, and we've got Forrest Whitaker as Saul Guerrero. And the summary, according to IMDb, prequel series to Star Wars Rogue One in an era filled with danger, deception, and intrigue, Cassian embarks on on the path that is destined to turn him into a rebel hero. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. The show is about, it's a two, it's going to be a two-season arc, and the first season is basically about him becoming, or uh, joining the Rebellion, right? Basically, And yeah. all of his backstory crap. <laughs> all the, all <laughs> of his luggage that he's bring, bringing. All, all of the emotional baggage that he that comes with him, yes. We should have given you a spoiler warning, because we already spoiled some things, so here's a now more official spoiler warning. I'll even put it in the, hopefully it's in the jargon, but. Um, right. We're going to spoil what happens in, in, in the show, in the first season. Um, so thoughts going in, uh, what were your thoughts? Like, what did you expect um, from this show? Like, did you have high expectations? Did you, let me start with Rogue One. Did you like Rogue One? Rogue One was awesome. Okay, that's great. Um, I figured you'd say that. Rogue One is, if I'm ranking the Star Wars IP live action, I'm putting Rogue One probably as like four and maybe even three, but just for nostalgia purposes, I can't put it ahead of Return of the Jedi. You can't put it ahead of the original trilogy. But it is the best thing made, I think, by Disney+. Plus, and I think it's the best thing made since the original trilogy. Again, live action. Live action and specifically movies. Right. I think they've done, obviously, they, they, uh, we, we both think they did well on this TV show. But uh, to answer, I had relatively high expectations just because of, you know, the success of Rogue One, how I felt about Rogue One, and the fact that this was specifically about Cassie Nandor and kind of how it led him up to, you know, being one of the central figures in that movie. So, yeah. Yeah, I, and I actually had didn't have high expectations because I've been trying to temper my expectations for Disney stuff, <laughs> dealing, with, dealing with Star Wars IP especially, and also kind of Marvel, um, but certainly Disney, or uh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, it might be cool. We'll see what happens, and I mean, it far exceeded my expectations. Let's talk about some of the characters first. Let's kind of work backwards. Saw Guerrero, did you ever watch any of the Rebels or any of the Clone War shows? I 
I started Clone Wars. I haven't finished. I have not watched any of the Rebels. So you haven't gotten any episodes where there is Saw Gerrera in it. In the anime. In any of the anime stuff. No. So that's kind of where he gets introduced for the most part. And man, Force Whitaker obviously plays some great in Rogue One, but this was like a whole nother... Like in Rogue One, he's already deranged. He's already kind he's, of off, he's off the deep end. He's Rogue jumped one. the shark for sure. He is, he's crazy. He's totally he's totally paranoid. Here, he's actually maybe in instances he's like this the straight man in the room. He's the one trying to talk sense into some other characters, right? In particular, uh, Luthen. Yep. Luthen is okay. Let's just jump to Luthen. Fucking best, one of the best dudes in any show I've seen in a long time. Because he is like what a badass, and he is ruthless. And he, but he gives some pretty impassionate speech and speeches, and one of the best one is basically him saying, "Listen, I know I'm not going to survive this shit. I'm just doing it because hopefully people coming after me can continue this yeah. and maybe and get they, to the finish line." And they take up the mantle, and like, and the re- and I'm doing these things because they have to be done. Like, right. Yes, this sucks. Yep, those people have to die, but that's like if we're he, he's playing the long game mm-hmm. the whole time and he's the and in most in, a, in most cases he's the only one that sees it right yeah. like saw doesn't see it cassian doesn't see it my mothma doesn't see it mm-hmm. he's the only one with his eye on the prize and it's way out there and that's what he's going to and it doesn't matter who gets in the way or what gets in the way that's what needs to happen so that's what i'm doing what's well, gonna hate me but i don't care yeah, you, you do what you gotta do. Especially yep. this is this is what it means to start a rebellion, right? Be in war. <laughs> you want to make an omelet? You gotta crack some eggs. So, well, so let's talk about a character that maybe hasn't quite figured it out yet, which is Mon Mothma. Right? She does not. She has a really interesting character arc in this series so far because you see her in, you know, Return of the Jedi. Or not, well, yeah, she's, the, she's the, the leader. New Hope, right? And you yeah. see her as the leader. You even see her on Rogue One, and in Rogue One, she's, um, you know, like. She's already made the. She's departed she's, regular life. She's made the jump. Yeah, but in this, it's like she's really very tormented and and she's conflicted. She's trying not to get caught. Yeah, but also like not. That's all. That's that. I feel like that's all she's trying to like. She's she's helping where she can, but it's more important to her not to get caught than it is to. Oh, she's got a family too. She's got a daughter and a husband. Nah, she's saying there's hates. anything wrong with it, but um, like that's 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 the conflict. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. She hates her husband, right? She hates her husband. Let's make some predictions. Her husband sucks. We're gonna make some predictions at the end. <clears throat> um, what, let's talk about the team, the team of of rebels. So you got um, Bix, you got Cinta, you got Vel, you got some pretty awesome characters that are brand new to this entire series. Mm-hmm. Um, you may know. Um, the Vel character from Lord of the Rings. She's the other face god, the kid. Remember the one that tries to kill Arya? You said Lord of the Rings. I said Lord of the Rings? Game of Thrones. G-O-T. Sorry, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. All right, anyway. so it's The Waif? The Waif, yes. Yes. So that's her. Yes. Yeah, I don't know why I so said So you said Lord of the Rings and it threw me off. I was like, no, I know. She was the Waif okay. because I saw her and I was like, Holy shit, I know who that is. Well, so now to yeah. see her kind of grown up and being like a, kind of also badass still. She's still a badass. Yeah. Um, she's great. And then let's talk about some characters that are not so great. So the worst character in the show is Cyril. And only because he's such a fucking tool. God, that guy's um, He is really tough to watch. He may be the... I, I don't even want to call him like the, the, the worst part of the show because I think that you need a character like that. But he's just the worst. 
<laughs> he's the worst. He's the fucking worst. <clears throat> so I think he's going to get his come up at some point in season two. Um, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about um, a character that leaps really high up into the list of, of droids now, I think, which is B2 Emo. I think it's hilarious that it's actually emo because that droid is very emotional. Very emotional. I, I don't think that was an accident. That droid is um, driven by emotion. The whole time I'm sitting there thinking, man... I don't care if anyone dies. Kill anyone in the show. Don't, don't fucking kill. Don't kill the droid. B2 Emo, man. He's so cute and amazing and like just legitimately cares. Were you worried during the ambush scene? Huh. Like, yeah. He was going to get... In the finale, I was like, they're yeah. going to fucking kill this droid. I'm going to be I pissed. thought for a second they were going to kill him too. Well, they, I mean, they, he has a, a record. Um, what's his name? Gilroy has a record for a uh, track record for killing droids. He kills... Um, he kills K2. K2 in, yep. in Rogue One. That was sad. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean... <laughs> I know he had to go. Everybody had to die in that because that was, well, that was, that's what had to happen because I know. Yeah. But I don't know. They deserve better. Um, Okay. So I kind of already talked about how I think it, how I think it ranks in the lexicon of Star Wars live action stuff, at least with Rogue One. I think this is a, this is a close right behind that with, firstly, with Mandalorian. I was going to say, yeah. Especially for the new stuff and like, like, the TV content that they're putting out. Yeah. You haven't seen all the shows, so I'm going to say that, like, of all Star Wars IP, including animated, including video games, I think you got to put Rebels and Clone, War, Clone Wars up there for now. But Andor is, like, it, it's, it's, if, I think season two delivers, like, I think it's going to just as well as season one did. Mm-hmm. I think it might leapfrog a lot of pretty awesome Star Wars IP. I'm curious, and on the same note, I'm curious to see what happens in the next Mandalorian season. Like where is yeah. that going to go? Because that's that's set up for some pretty cool stuff, that and could, that could start, you know, jumping up the list too. Well, yeah, and if you're into Rebels, uh, you're going to like Ahsoka too, which is bringing in all the characters from from Rebels as well. Right. Um, so and yeah, I like, and I like Rosario Dawson. That's a good cast. She's really good at it. So there's going to be a lot to let's see what happens in the next uh, year or two for sure. Um, so eight point four on IMDb, ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not surprising. 8.4 seems a little low. It does. Well, well it's because all the fanboys are fucking nerds. They're, they're nitpicking on shit, I'm sure. And then whatever. Screw them. I, there's a lot of bots. They just, people just want to fucking tank shit. I, you know, honestly, and this is not for people listening to this, but I would say just for people in general, stop fucking bombing everything because eventually they're going to stop making shit. And we're going to be stuck with reality TV, which is all we had in the fucking 90s. Garbage television. Yeah, and desperate fucking or not desperate housewives, but Real Housewives. Garbage television and Seinfeld and Friends. Yeah, Real Housewives of fucking Columbia, Missouri, or whatever the fuck. Like, so yeah, keep bombing everything and see what happens. Anyway, off off uh, soapbox. soapbox. <laughs> All right, so as we're doing some rankings, um, let's think about expectations. So the things you need to consider are what were our expectations going in, uh, rewatchability, as in how likely are you to rewatch this again? What are your feelings while watching it, and overall the vibe. So we're going to turn this over to our trusty nerd <clears throat> takes ranking, Skywalker ranking. Skywalker ranking. You want me to go first? You go first. I'm going to give it, um, I can't, I can't go all out. I'm giving it red five. Luke. Red five. Luke. Red five. Luke. That's a pretty hell of a score. A pretty good score. It's a very, was, again, I had, I didn't have super high expectations, but I had expectations just given the character that it was centered around and yeah. Rogue One and all that stuff. And it started a little, like the first couple episodes, like it started a little slow, mm-hmm. but then it just 
it just took off. Yeah, and it was amazing. I personally love what they did, which was the the three the three episodes. You pointed arc. that out to me, and then when yeah. I when watching it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, because you have kind of the three, and then the you know they they broke it down into quarters, basically. Yeah. So if you're if you're watching the show again for or even for the first time, it's like just think of it as like three little each three episodes, is like a little mini mini movie. Yeah. Um, which is fucking cool. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm going all out, and I'm actually taking this sucker to eleven. And I'm saying <laughs> this goes to eleven. This is Mandalorian Luke. First time I've given that out. CGI Luke. And I'm gonna tell you why. And I'm not saying it's it, the reason why it's not even a ten. It transcends that. Is that I think that this is it's the first time that Disney has. I mean, I besides Rogue One, I guess, but with a TV show on Disney Plus with all the pushback from all the fucking you know. Puritan moms out there that can't have their kids watch non-fucking PG-rated shit. They're like, fuck it, we're putting this great show on, and we're going to see what happens. Mm-hmm. And the audience is there. It was amazing. It it, it basically said, okay, we, we, we see your prequel trilogies or, tr- or sequel trilogies, and we recognize that that's really terrible, and we want to take Mandalorian to the next level. And it's real stories, yep. real people. It's a real rebellion. They don't try and sugarcoat it. I just think it did something that was it hasn't been done before, personally. And that's why I think it, it goes to love. I'm not saying it's the best show of all time, but I am saying it with Star Wars, with Disney Plus, with what they're trying to accomplish, it is special. It's a special show. Yep. And I want to watch it again. I've watched episodes of it again. And and talking about like the way they tell a storyline, like, yeah, it it's not even like a ramping up. It's like a we get to this level and it just somehow stays there the whole time. Totally. Like as soon as you're like, oh, this has got to be like, oh, the peak is like them. You know, escaping prison. Well, no, I was gonna say before right. that, it's 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 the <clears throat> big the big uh, robbery, right? Right. Okay, that's the peak of the season. Cool. Now the rest can be storytelling. Nope. Now it's the escape from the prison. Nope. Now nope. it's. I mean, now we're gonna have Luthen fucking having a goddamn lightsaber. Fuck, let me talk about that. A lightsaber ship that just demolishes everything. I'm that just saying. So cool. They took some risks, and I think it really paid off. And so I need to be recognized. Um, predictions for uh, for season two. I have no idea. I don't even. I got. Honestly, a, I got a prediction. Uh, he's going to join the rebellion. Uh, well, yeah, then, I mean, technically, he already did. That's true. That was a pretty awesome, like, last scene. Like, it was a good way to end it. It's like, well, how's it going? What what's going to happen? Kill me or take me in. Yep. And then black. And then black. <laughs> I was like, well, losing smiling. Yeah, then black. He smiles and then black. I and mean, we know what happens. Uh, well, but I it's think... just interesting to see kind of where it goes. And I'm curious again, like what we're talking about. Like, I'm curious to see. When they start tying in Rogue One, yeah, like when they start tying that storyline in, yeah. Uh, well, apparently that's probably how it, I mean that's how it's got to end. Well, season two is supposed to be taking some large time jumps. Uh, we're talking like a couple years, then ten years, like all within the season. It's going to be a big time jump before the season even starts. It'll, okay, it'll be taking place this many years after the end of season one. Okay, and I think they're going to be doing time jumps during the season, so that'll be help. Because I mean, a lot of the, I mean, the characters have to get older because it's like fifteen or twenty years down the road when Rogue One. Technically happens, so right. they got to jump all that time, and you can't really do that on screen. So um, it'll be pretty cool to see. I believe it comes out next year at some point. I'm sure. Um, and so uh, yeah, there's a review. Andor, Andor, check it out. You gotta watch it. Nerd takes. Nerd takes. <laughs>